When I play that smoke at times, okay? It's a bad habit. Kids don't smoke, please. So they Wait, used to during be- the like between periods and stuff? Uh yeah, because I used to. That's amazing. That's fantastic. <laughs> Probably saw me somewhere. <laughs> so, dropping the gloves here with John Scott. We're at the Blackhawks convention doing a little podcast action. Savvy, thanks for stopping by. When you left. Were you ready to walk away? Because you played for how many years? Uh, 17. I was. Um, you know, of course, as a player, I mean, I was probably a year before that. I could have I kind of retired, um, but ended up playing another year. Yeah. Figured maybe, you know, I'll give everything I got. And the biggest thing for me, like, when a guy comes to retirement, a player like my, my type of thing, the way I played, is... You don't really lose your skating. What you, what you lose is your hands. Okay. And once your hands have to, once you, you start losing your hands, your feet are going to slow down because of your hands. So that's where I felt like, you know, I wasn't in the puck as good, so I had to slow down my feet. Not that I was not skating as good as I was two years prior. It's just that my hands got a little sloppy, so I had to slow my feet down. And you know what happens then? If you can start getting caught. And getting, exactly. Get hit pretty good. Yeah. And I said, you know what, I've had a pretty good career. I've been, you know, pretty fortunate and I'm healthy. You know, time to, to go to something else. Did you jump right into coaching right afterwards? So... How long did that take? Actually, I went to the minor leagues. I went to... Uh, we have uh, Indianapolis Ice at the time. Yeah. It was our farm team in Indianapolis. Uh, so they kind of gave me a role down there to go... I was there probably 10 days a month. And to go down there and help some of our young players... You know, with uh, Fergie was our, our coach at the time. Um, so I went out down there and helped Fergie out and uh, try to help her kids out. And as you guys remember, in the year 2001, we weren't very good. You know, we didn't have any prospects coming. And even though down in the minor leagues, the kids that we had, you know, they were okay, but no no star players. Yeah. <clears throat> so when I went down there, we did okay. Our team did okay uh, during the course of the season. In the following season, you know, they felt like we should bring up some of those kids, you know, because they had a pretty good year down there and see what we could do with them. And and I kind of agreed, you know, I said, yeah, it's a good idea. I think first first and foremost, you know, they, they're going to work. No question about that. You know, they're going to want to be playing the NHL, so they're going to work because they work down there. I'm sure getting up here, they're going to do the same thing. So we got those kids up and uh, we had a no case season, but did not make the playoffs. And, um you know, that's how it started. But when they brought the kids up the, to the NHL the following year, uh, then they became, like, assistant coach. I was like, uh, Craig Hartsburg was our, our, our head coach. Uh, we had Lauren Henning as an assistant and Newell Brown as the other assistant that came on board. Yeah, I know, Brownie. To be, uh, to be kind of third assistant. That's yep. how I started. Oh, very cool. So you mentioned when you were, you go on the road with the boys. How was, with the no, the no cell phones, the no cameras... How was the partying like back in the day compared to it is now? Because I know people are very, you know, cautious as they should be going out, especially with, you know, yeah. all the Facebook and stuff. So guys are a little more protective of when, when, when and where they go. What was it like back in the day? Were you a Studio 54 guy? Were you in the clubs with Ronnie DeGay? And- no, not really, but I was out. Okay. No secret. No, 
No secret about that. Here's, here's what happens. In our days, and I think this convention, you know, I, I like I like to be here this weekend. Most most of us love to be here. I adore to be here. I really do. The fact is I get to see some of the fans that when I played that are coming back. To, there's yeah. still Blackhawk fans that are coming back to see some of us. And You know what we did after games? We end up in a bar not too far from the arena, and our fans would be there. And we'd have beers with them. Which is great. And and it was a lot of fun. So we had a, a special bond, you know, in the sense that, you know, we go out together and, you know, then next city we go to, they'd be there and go out again. So, but talking about fans, I got to tell you guys this story. I, I don't know. I don't smoke anymore, if anybody thinks that's <laughs> I'm an ex-smoker a long time ago now. But when I play that smoke at times, okay, it's a bad habit. Kids don't smoke, please. So... They Wait, during be, the, like, between periods and stuff? Uh, yeah. Because I used to, That's amazing. That's fantastic. <laughs> Probably saw me somewhere. <laughs> but the, the good story about this one is we're in Minnesota. In those days, behind the benches, there were no glass, right? The fans would be sitting right there like you guys are standing behind us here. And the one guy who, who had actually seats right behind the bench was not an older guy. He was probably about late 20s, early 30s. Every time I'd come off the, i come back to, to the bench, this guy would scream, I have another cigarette, Samard. <laughs> you know, and I knew not to, to talk to him because if I do, I'll, then he'll, I'll get, you know, he's got my attention, he'll keep doing it. Well, come back the next shift, I have another cigarette, Samard. Samard, you know, <laughs> so you know give you the bad yeah. words, whatever. So, so I said, this guy is a pain in the ass. You know, at, at some time, I go, hey, buddy, I said, please. I said, enjoy the game. Leave me alone, please. You know, it's stupid. You know, yeah. stupid. Leave me alone. So now there used to be a place across the Met Center called, I remember the, the hotel, the uh, mm, right across the street anyway, right by the Marriott, next door, The uh, it got back to me. So we had a 5 a.m. bus the next morning, okay, because we didn't charter, right? Yeah. So we had a... 6.15 flight back to Chicago. So, you know, we, we didn't want to go too far from the hotel because we'll go out for a couple of beers and, and come back to the hotel, get, get a couple hours sleep. Because when we came home after a game, especially if we lost, we practiced the next morning coming in. So we go to rake and practice at 10.30. Which is, players are so soft now because there's rules against that and there's times where you like, <laughs> they literally have like 12 hours where you can't do anything and you're on your private jet. I wish jet. they had those rules. I might have oh, played longer. I know. It's amazing. <laughs> like you talk about, like we would leave right after the game and like whatever. Oh, go ahead. So we get to the bar, the hotel bar. It's an hotel next door to Marriott. And would you know that this guy is at the end of the bar after Oh, fantastic. Perfect. <laughs> so, you know, I kind of wingo my way through, and I kind of, you know, it's tough to get to the bar because it's too deep, but excuse me, excuse me. And I get like this, and the guy is standing right there, and I, I'm standing just like this. I'm kind of leaning on him, you know, and the guy he probably, he drank the whole game. Yeah. He's still drinking. He, half, I, half blind, yeah. Yeah, half blind, pretty good. So I'm, you know, kind of, and I turn around, and he looks at me, he goes, <laughs> he went like this, right? He got... He goes, oh, my God. I said, yeah, how you doing, buddy? <laughs> so good, I said. I said, hey, let me buy your beer. Okay, I said, sounds good. Buy your, buys me a beer. And I got about three of my four teammates behind me. And I tell the guy, yeah, a couple Budweiser, thank you, thank you. So I said, yeah, keep it on the check, you know, no problem. So he's so hammered, 
that we were there for like about three hours and we kind of talked, we made up, you know, it was great, you know, and he became like my, like my friend. But the problem is, is that he didn't know until I saw him the next time, he had a bill for about $400. <laughs> uh, so I told him, he says, the next time we play him, he says, yeah, you got me really, really good. You know? Oh, that's so good. I thought you were going to ask him for a cigarette at the bar or something. <laughs> but, you know, after that, he, after the game, he says, where are we going? I says, we'll meet you. Over, I'll meet you over there. I'd go out with the guy afterwards. So that's kind of, even he was a Minnesota fan. I made him become a Blackhawk fan, believe it or not. That's yeah. nice. That's you can't do that do. nowadays. It's impossible. No, you can't. It stinks. And I get it. It's okay. It, it, yeah, it is. It does. It does for the players. It does for the fans. But, you know, the way social media is, the way the, the world works today. It's, it's brutal. It's tough, yeah. I know, because even, like, were, could you walk down the street in a road city and be recognized? Because you were the best player for years. And, like, is it the same treatment that, like, Crosby would get walking down the street in a Canadian city or... Uh, no, I don't think so. We were recognized somewhat, but not like today. Yeah. You know, I mean, there's no question it's way, way more today. I mean, the odd time we, we would get recognized, you know, depending what city you go into. Uh, but now hockey, you know, let's face it, it's really, it's been popular for a long time, but I think it's at the best it's ever been. Yeah, it's and, fun to watch the game. Yeah. So what, do you, what are your days like now? What do you do now that you're... Retired. I hang around with John Scott for an hour. Oh, this is the best day of your life. That's I know. I know, Sally. It's the best. But like, come on, you're you're an ambassador for yeah. the Hawks. So we do a lot of sponsor uh, meet and greet at game on game nights. You know, I'm, I'm almost at, at every game. Um, summer times, you know, we'll take. Sometimes we'll go with a sponsor play golf. Okay. Um, I don't really work too hard. And is that an event where you just go and get like... Because I've seen you guys in action as the ambassadors. And do you just get buckled every game and schmooze with the... Yeah, it's... it's you know, have a couple beers and have fun and... No, I don't drink when I go to the games. Okay, oh, that's a good idea. I, no, I don't. You know, yeah. It's kind of working, but... Yeah. I hang around with Bobby O. What else do you want to do? Well, that's what I saw Bobby, yeah. Whatever Bobby says, you go, yes, sir. <laughs> And Bobby's a fan. He loves to watch his team, you know, our team. And he goes, and every time he's, there's a play, you know, that the guy makes a mistake, you know, he'll just go, whoa, what was that? You know, what it is. <laughs> so, but uh, Bobby's is, uh, I, I tell you what, he's, he's still loved very, very much. I don't care if I played or Chris played or down the road, obviously, Kaner and Taser and those guys become... You know, icons in, in, in this town for sure. But Bobby Hall is the icon in this town yeah. for hockey. He's, people love him, and he's so good to people. Uh, I, I, honestly, all the times I've been there uh, in the suite with him, I don't think I've ever seen him say no once to anybody. Even the suite next door to us, you know, sometimes people, are, you know, they'll come in and ask for Bobby for autographs. And, and then Bobby said, Denny, you too. I, I said, okay, Bobby, whatever you say. So... The question I always ask the skill guys is, have you ever been in a fight? NHL fight. All right. I've been a few of them. Okay. And I did pretty good. I'm oh, wow. I'm a lefty, just so you know. So Which is, the only time I got knocked out was by a lefty. I had no idea he was a lefty. So that is... You got knocked out? Yeah. little lefty. I had no idea. How about idea. the next fight? How did the guy do? Not good. Got, yeah. So I knew that. he was a lefty. <laughs> yeah. Once you know that, it's easy. Okay, let's hear about your fight. So... The ones, I'll talk about the ones I won. The good ones. Yeah, the good ones. So one of them was against Mark Howe. 
you know, a yeah. great, great player. Yeah. He was playing for the Flyers, and he speared me in the gut, you know, <laughs> and whacked me behind the leg, and I turned around, I go, this is Mark Howell whacking me and speared me. I go, this can't, this can't happen. You know, if it's John Scott, I turn around, I go back to the bench, I go change. <laughs> but Mark Howell, I said, no. And here's what happened. So we got in the, we got in the fight, and I gave him an uppercut, and I still got I still got the scar. It's tough to see. Okay. Right over here. It sucks in there, yeah. So I had his tooth. No in, way. Stuck in my in this area right here. I get in the penalty box. You don't know. I mean, you know better than I do. When you fight adrenaline, you don't yep. even know. And all of a sudden, I go, ooh, what is that? <laughs> so I take it out. And I didn't know better, but I told the trainer, I said, his tooth was in there. Well, it's not good. You would have to go get a shot. Get a tetanus shot, yeah. yeah. Who knows where he's been? So, <laughs> thank God he was okay then. He's still around. So that was one of the fights. You know, I obviously knocked his teeth out. And I remember that I got my arm become infected. Even No though, way. Yeah. And what I was most disappointing after that fight, you know, I had to be in the hospital. I went to the hospital. I was in there for two days. And we were going to Montreal for the Canadians, which is back home. And I was not able to play going to that game. So I was kind of disappointed. That was my one fight. Uh, I, won't, I won't talk about Dino Cicerelli. No, why? He, he kicked my ass every well, let's time. Well, let's talk about how did that fight start? <laughs> did he jump you? Or how does that... What, what did you do he, to get him to... Well, you know, he's... Dino was kind of the same size. But I'll tell you what. Of all the guys that, that grabbed onto me when I yeah. fought... Maybe 20 times. He's very, very strong. Okay. So I, I knew I had no chance. So, as you know, you have tactics to do this. You know how to do this. And, and, and when you get on the defensive, you have a problem, I think. You're in you, trouble. Right? Yeah. I want a guy to not throw a punch. Like yeah. You're, yeah. So that's what I was trying to do. So Protect yourself. Protect myself. So that was the problem. Dale Howard in Buffalo. I was playing with the Canadians. He's then. a big guy. Yeah, Dale was, yeah. So something happened in that in the corner with uh, Gilbert Dion, one of my teammates, and a couple of other guys, and Dale's pushing people around. I go, Dale, I said, please, stay out of there. Who are you kidding? He goes, why, you want to go? I go, yeah, let's go. So, there we go. And I, again, I don't know how strong he is. I grab, you know, grab both of his arms. I don't know if he's a lefty or righty, so yeah. I grab both of his arms, but I can't let one go, and he hits me right here and buckles me. I mean, I buckled. I mean, yeah. I, I went out for like a second, came back up, and I went nuts. Then I went on offense. Then <laughs> I, I opened them up up here before I got both this white. So what's a better feeling, knocking some guy out or scoring a, a big goal? No, knocking a guy out. It's so much better, right? <laughs> it's so much better. Okay. Like, Especially when you're not good at it. You know oh, better. It's so good. I still love it. I, I fought all the time, but there's nothing better. Like, I scored five goals. Yeah, well. But I tell you what, it, it is like Just something. remember MVP. Just remember uh, that. Yeah. That'll stay with you the rest of your life. It's a, it, What a great story, right? You guys uh, remember watching that? I'm still melting. His wife and his kids there. Is, that was, uh, yeah. Hey. It was great, fun. Great story for hockey. It was really a great story. Go I ahead. know. It was pretty fun, but yeah. Anyways. It's my time. It's not your time. <laughs> what? No, go for it. It is your time. Jeez, Savvy, you got as much time as you want. All right, Savvy, I'll let you get out of here. I'll do some rapid-fire questions go for you. On. Anybody have any rapid-fire questions for Savvy? You got one right behind you. What's it? So, what is do it? you think you would be, like you and your prime, do you think you'd be able to compete in today's game? Oh. I think so. Uh, I'll tell you why. I think... Because I was able to be a good skater, that would help me. And the, the rules that we have today, see, I, I, I know that it's, the game is still tough today. Don't get me wrong. 
I mean, it's a different era, different times. But when I played, I didn't sleep very good some nights before we played. Because I knew some guys would come after me. No, no, I wouldn't worry about getting a punch, but I was worried about getting stick. We got slashed so many times, so hard, cross-checked. Today, you know, they eliminate that from our game, which is which is great, because now most of our fans will come see our best players, not only here, but in every city that they go, and vice versa for other teams. So I'd say yes, I, I think I so. I think you would do better these days, because I think back in the old days, there was... I obviously didn't play. The first line was the first line. They were great hockey players. And then there was a big fall-off after that. Nowadays, it's the first line, the second line, the third line. They're all very skilled. And I feel like you would see more. That's in my opinion. Because the clutching, the grabbing, you, like your skill set is so much better suited for this, this game, this era's game. That's uh, my I, opinion. Yeah. Well, thank you. You but know I, what I mean? I, yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, you know, that's a good question. It is. But, you know, I, I know that, you know, yeah. And, and Johnny's right, you know, in our days, the first line was pretty good. After that, it's turned to, even the defense, the one, two defense were pretty good, and number three, four, five, six, not very good. Today, they're all good. I mean, even your fifth and sixth guys are the great players. Well, what was even the the training before the season? Like, what did you do? Uh, Bud Light, smoke. <laughs> right? <laughs> Dust the bag off and Ride the bike. <laughs> See, but yeah. we, we, no, I did... You know, I'll tell you what, I, I did train. You know what I did? And some of your kids, some of the fathers, that here's what my training was. I played two hours of tennis, four or five days a week, against a friend of mine who was like an A-plus player. And at the time, I was okay. I'd still play once in a while, but not a lot, not enough. But So he was way better than I was. And the idea of that is making me run the ball, you know, get to the side, run side to side, forward, backward. So he really helped my feet. Uh, you know, we we didn't have that many, many, many rallies. But I'll tell you what, after two hours, I was exhausted. I yeah, was really I tired. So that's what I did as a workout. I mean, I didn't like to lift weights. That was not one of my things. And, um, you know, I, I, I did tennis and I ran or ride the bike and stuff like that. And, uh, you didn't skate all the time in the summer. It wasn't like a 24-7, 365 day no, we hockey, start, hockey. No, we started uh, three weeks before camp. Yeah. We used to come here in, in Chicago. I remember the uh, name of the rink down on the south side. <clears throat> Frank owned the rink at the time. I remember Frank. Uh, but, uh, yeah, we skated a couple weeks before. But not skating. We scrimmage. You know, you know how that works. Yeah. So nobody. And then at the end, we do boards to boards. We yep. we do a lot of skating at the end just to try to get ourselves into game shape. But, as you know, you got to play you can practice as much as you want, but the games is where... Completely different. Completely different. You could bag skate all day long. It's nothing like a game. Right. At all. All right, Savvy, a couple more. Favorite hockey moment? Well, you know, the one should be winning the Stanley Cup yeah. as a player. But my favorite moment is coming back here in 95. I thought you were going to say you are going to talk to me right yeah, now. That's right. Anyway, yeah. Well, you were, you were coming on the list. You know. <laughs> You're number four. Um, <laughs> But coming back to the Hawks, you know, it, it was a special time for me. I'll tell you why. You know, like, of course, winning the Cup in Montreal, grew up there as a kid, and home. You know, my mom and dad were already in Evan, but my brothers were there, my family was there. Was was a pretty good thing. But all those years that I was gone, when I came back in 95 and I dressed up for practice, you know, I felt okay, I'm practicing. But then the next day we played Detroit. 
I felt really good then when I put the jersey back on. That was a moment that I'll never forget. I remember that moment I put that jersey on. I didn't say nothing to anybody, but in my mind I go, oh, does that feel good? That's nice. So, that's cool. That's that's a true story. Well, let's end it on that note. Savvy, appreciate it, bud. Thanks for stopping in. Johnny, thank you. Hey, pleasure, pleasure. John Scott, thank you. Thanks for everybody. Hey, he's good at it. He's good at oh, his career. Stop. I like no. it.